Alana Woodsinger watched from the sloping beach as Reed raced along the clifftop, waving a branch high above his head. The five-year-old boy's clear soprano rang out over the crashing surf as he cried, Heva! Heva! The meaning of the word was lost in time. Some of the people said that it came from the ancient word for spring. Others said that it came from herring. Still others said it was the last remaining sound of the unspeakable names of all the guardians. Whatever the mystery, whatever the magic, Reed had strong lungs, and his natural energy was boosted by his pride that the fishermen had chosen him to be the hewer at this first fish harvest of the season. That pride was even greater, because Reed was performing the annual ritual in front of visitors— in front of Duke Corin and his men. The Duke. Alana tore her gaze away from the boy, seeking out the visiting nobleman. She swallowed hard against the by now familiar pounding of her heart. The Duke had lifted one wry eyebrow when Alana told him of the traditions surrounding the first harvest, managing to convey tolerance and amusement without speaking a word. Before Alana could find Duke Corin on the crowded beach, though, she was caught again by Reed's shouting. His voice arced like a gull's cry as he waved his branch and guided his fishermen toward their first spring catch. Nothing could be more mystical. Nothing could be more simple. Exotic inland visitors or no, the first harvest began the same way every year, with the excitement of a young hewer calling to the boats that tossed on the icy water. Those same boats rose and fell, driving schools of silvery pilchards into newly repaired nets. Reed, like all the lucky sharp-eyed children chosen before him, directed the frenzy from his vantage point on the cliff, signaling with his branch so that the last of the boats could close in around the fish's dark shadows. The men hauled in their nets, and Reed's voice was drowned out by the people's excited chatter as the first boats returned to shore. The little boy dropped his fur's branch, his job complete. He scrambled down from the promontory and was quickly lost among the other children who whooped at the water's edge, helping the fishermen drag their laden nets to shore. Alana resisted the urge to order the riotous youngsters back to the safety of higher ground. She made herself trust Teresa, Reed's mother, and all the other young mothers who guarded their children with the caution of a seagoing people. Of course, little Maida led the mayhem, jealous of her twin brother's prized place on the cliff. She was always determined to stir up mischief among the children, even those who were older and larger than she. Her shrieks of revenge as she chased Reed into the crashing surf were enough to make Alana's breath come short. But Reed fought back valiantly, grasping his twin by her ankle and pulling them both under a breaking wave's icy shower. As Teresa strove to bring order to her wrestling children, Alana could not help but remember how she herself had frolicked on the same tongue of rocky sand not very long before. Now, though, she was required to wear the woodsinger's multicolored cloak, 
a riotous patchwork of the Guardian's colors, brown and red, blue and white. The Guardians had chosen Alana. The tree had called her 